Bokar Tov, we're studying the Haftarah of Shemini. The Haftarah of Shemini is from Shemuel Bet, Perek Vav. And is a uh, direct continuation of the, of the consolidation of David, of the Jewish Empire. And what basically happened was, uh, after David finally conquered the Yibusi, the Yibusi who were the ones who had dwelled in Yerushalayim, mm-hmm. and he had conquered Yerushalayim, he had made his house there. He said it was time to bring the Aaron to Yerushalayim. Now the Aaron, the reason it was not in Yerushalayim. No, no. It was before. Uh, no, it was after Shiloh. Shiloh was destroyed in the times of, of, uh, of the Navi Shemuel. Before, before Shemuel and Navi's death. Shiloh was destroyed by the Pelishtim. And the Pelishtim had taken the Aaron and then they had suffered all these traumas. They had then returned the... the the, the Aaron to the Jewish people and then after some uh, trading hands the, the Aaron ended up in a place called Kiryat Ye'arim in the hands of a man named Avinadav now David having consolidated the power in Yerushalayim says it's time to bring the Aaron to Yerushalayim so thereby establishing Yerushalayim as like the next uh, the, the next Shiloh Right, because Shiloh for three hundred plus years was like the center of the, the where the Beit Hamikdash or the Mishkan was. Okay, so that's where we take off in in the Haftarah of Shemini. And that's in Shemuel Bet. Uh, the storyline that pertains to the Aaron can be found in Shemuel Aleph Perek Vav and Shemuel Bet Perek Vav. So it's kind of an easy thing to remember. Okay. David gathered all of the, the young men of Israel. They numbered 30,000. And David gets up and he goes and all of the people that were with him went to Baal Yehuda. Okay, uh, uh, Baalei Yehuda is another name for Kiryat Arim, which is where last, if you follow the, the storyline, is where the Aaron is sitting. Okay, so they go to Baalei Yehuda, Lehalot Misham or Kiryat Arim, Lehalot Misham et Aaron Alim, to bring from there the Aaron of God, Asher Nikras Shem, Shem Adonai Tzavot Yushev Kruvim Alav, that upon it the name is called the name of God, Lord of hosts, that dwells upon the Kiruvim. His name is on that Aron. Now we get to the procession. So they're bringing it from Kiryat Yarim slash Baalei Yehuda, and they're they're on the way to Jerusalem. Pasuk three. They rode the Aron on a new wagon. And they brought it from the house of the man Avinadav, who we know was the was the one who was in charge of the Aaron. They brought it from his house that was on a hill, Bagiv'ah. And his sons, this man, Avinadav's sons, their names were Uzzah and Achio. They were his sons and they were the ones who were leading the wagon, this new wagon. Pasuk 4. And they brought it from the house of Avinadab that was on the hill. They brought the wagon with the Aaron of God. 
and Akhyo was in front. He was, so he was like leading the procession. Meaning Uza was behind. Okay? What is that? Okay, and David and the whole house of Israel were playing before God with atzeb beroshim. These are types of uh, it's kind instruments. Kind of like when you do Sefer Torah, we do the same thing. We walk with it and we yeah, dance yeah, around yeah. it and we play music instruments. Yeah, you sing. We sing, yeah, so. sing exactly. So they 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 go and and they're bringing the Aaron and they're playing all of these instruments of atzeb beroshim of cypress wood with harps and timbrels and all of these and cymbals and all of these different types of instruments okay pasuk 6 they came to a place called the threshing floor of Nachon and Uzzah sent his hand and he grabbed the Aaron why does he grab the Aaron? because the cows had been dislodged so there was a wagon, and the wagon was holding the Aaron, and the cows were holding the wagon, and the cows got dislodged from the wagon. So Uzzah, fearing that the Aaron would fall on the ground, stretched out his hand and touched the Aaron to support it. Wow. And God got angry at Uzzah. And God struck him there because of his sin. And he died there. By or right next to the Aaron of God. It's very interesting. It's like the really you have a, a, a moment and a time where we actually saw it's it's almost like a, a, an immediate miracle. Like you saw and he died right, away. died right away. It's kind of like no, it's kind Nadav of like, Yeah, we don't see that. Yeah, but the the whole point of the story is to be direct parallel to the story of Nadav and Aviv. Because Nadav and Avihu, in their joy, by the way, first of all, it's both inauguration of Yerushalayim or Mishkan, Yanni. Yeah. So, Yerushalayim, inauguration was, of Yerushalayim yeah, slash inauguration of Mishkan. And, right, and, and both people in their excitement, both Uzzah Past the, they went, oh. and Nadav and Avihu, in their excitement of, of inaugurating God's presence amongst the Jewish people, took certain liberties. They took certain liberties in, in interacting with the divine, which brought their immediate death. Yeah. Okay? And it bothered David greatly on the fact that God had, uh, had went out and struck in Uzzah. Or, or struck Uzzah. And he called that place the... The, the breaking forth of Uzzah until this very day. Pasuk Tet, Vayira David et Adonai Bayamahu, Vayomer, Ech Yavo Elai Aron Adonai. So on that day, David got scared or was afraid of the Lord on that day. And he said, How shall the ark of Lord, the Lord come to me? Meaning, how do I bring the Aron to Yerushalayim if when we try to bring it, people are dying? Okay, wow. uh, but, so by the way, notice that the, the immediate response to the death of Uzzah is 
David is vaira and David yeah, fears. Up until that moment, he was not fearing of God. He thought he had. What, did, what was his? What were his plans before? So, so I have a feeling that up until that moment, he was consumed with what you'd call ahabat Hashem. Yeah. And and I think this is the lesson of these two stories, is that our relationship with God must maintain a balance between ahava and ira. Wow. And ahava, those feelings of closeness, must be tempered by feelings of distance, of awe. And when they're not, and when we get, you get burnt. carried away with our feelings of love, we get burnt. Right. Okay, Pasuk Tet. So, David feared God on that day. How can I, the Aaron of God come to me? David And David did not want to move the Aaron, bring it to the city of David, which is in Yerushalayim. He didn't want to bring it to Yerushalayim. So instead, he put it to the house of Oved Edom Hagiti. He gave it to the house of Oved Edom, who's just an, another man, yeah. uh, a, a Giti man. Okay, Pasuk 11. Vayeshev Aron Adonai bet Oved Edom Hagiti shlosha chodashim vayvarech Adonai et Oved Edom et kol beto. And the Aron of God, he remained in the house of Oved Edom from Gat for three months, and God blessed this man, Oved Edom, and all of his household. By the way, what tribe was Oved Edom from? Edom. No? What? Edom, no, I don't think so. So what is it? It's Giti, no? He was, he, was from, uh, he was from the tribe of Levi. Oved Edom was from Levi. We know that because, we know that, I, I saw a reference, a very interesting reference, because there's a pasuk in Divrei Ayamim that references Oved Edom as someone who was singing in the Mikdash. Huh, so, okay? Davim used to sing. And, and by the way, that makes a whole lot of sense in this story. Because one of the critiques that the Midrashim, they, they, they bring upon David for this whole process in which he, he initiated bringing the Aaron from the house of Aminadav was that who are the ones who typically carry the, the Aaron? Davim. The Levim, Pasuk says, Bakatefi Sal, Velivnea Kiati. That's what I was saying. I was thinking to myself, maybe he died not, not because he touched it, it's because you shouldn't have put it on an ox to begin with, or on a, on a you know, cattle. It should be carried on the shoulder. Right, so the, Mefarshim, so the Mefarshim say that that was the problem. That the problem was, you don't bring the Aaron on a wagon right. yeah. being carried by oxen. And you definitely don't let the people who lead the procession be Israelim. Apparently, Abinadav was from the tribe of Israel, for some other tribe other than Levi. So what David is doing, now that he realized that it was, what he did was no good, was that Makes sense that he, was he Levi. puts it in the house of this guy named uh, Oved Edom, and this guy Oved Edom happens to be Levi. So he's fixing the process. Uh, he called, it's, he's, it seems like he comes from a city called Gatrimon. Gatrimon and Gatrimon, the people who came from Gatrimon were described as Giti. Okay. Pasuk 11. He remained there for three months and God blessed the house of Oved Edom and his whole house. Pasuk 12. And it was told to the King David saying, God has blessed the house of Obededom and everything that he has because of the Aaron of God. 
וידך דוד, ויעל את ארון האלוהים ואת עובד אדום, עיר דוד בשמחה. And so David, he heard, hears the news, and he goes and he brings the ארון of God from the house of עובד אדום with joy. What did the fact that there was ברכה in the house of עובד אדום signify to David? That now it's, it's, it's in the right hand, that he's... Uh... Not only that, but that, that they had been forgiven. Yeah. The second the Aaron started, we know historically the Aaron could, could bring... Uh, like he did to Pilishtim? Yeah, like he did to the Pilishtim, the Aaron could cause trouble for the people. It could make the people around it sick if God is angry, right? Like Raiders of the Lost Ark. So if, <laughs> so if people, so if God has now become, you know, uh, he's now okay and... If he's become pacified, that the, the proof to the fact that God has become pacified is the fact that the Aaron is now bringing biracha to those who are holding it. And once he sees that Oved Adom's family has seen biracha from the Aaron, he says, we've been forgiven, and now it's time to try again to bring the Aaron to Ir David. I just love the fact that they, 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 the, the Pasuk references here, it doesn't say Yerushalayim, it says Ir David. Right. Which is Yerushalayim, but it's just... It's Yerushalayim. Why is it called Yer David? Because at this time it was known for being Yer David. At this time, David's house is built, but the but the but the Beit Hamikdash isn't built. So for now, it's just the city of David. Okay. And it was that every six steps that they the carriers of the Aaron of God. See, this time it's not on a wagon; it's by carriers, and that most definitely it's Levim. Okay. So every six steps they took, they brought more offerings. David was he was dancing with all of his strength before God, and he was dressed in a uh, a linen ephod. So he was dressed in like quasi big not even out of respect, meaning he wore maybe a really nice holy looking garment. Yeah, it's interesting because we just read that. Moshe Rabbeinu came to Aharon, uh, he, he, he put on the Kohanim, he put on their belts. He put on their, he put on their, their he, he dressed all of them. He dressed all of them. That is interesting. Because they use, I remember, I found out mistaken, the word is Vayachgor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. V'david chagur efod bad. Vayachgor oto abnet. Nice. Okay, Pasuk Tadrav. V'david v'chol bet Yisrael ma'alim et Aron al-Rayim bitru'av ko shofar. And David in the house of Israel brought the Aron of God up with with uh, the, the sound of a shofar and with a, a, a joyful cry. Okay? And as Aaron of God is coming to the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Shaul, who was the wife of David, she was looking through the window. And she sees that he is dancing and making all these gestures before God. And she found it to be ridiculous in her heart. She thought it was a, it was a disdainful activity. Mm-hmm. They brought the Aaron of God and they put it in its place. That David had put there. And David brought Olot and Shalamim. By the way, we see Olot and Shalamim also yes. in our parasha and at the end of parasha Mishpatim when they are at Har Sinai. So go figure, Olot and Shalamim are very important. Uh, we will analyze the, the comparison yeah. between Olot and Shilamim from our parasha 
and Olot and Shlamim at Har Sinai. It's a very, very, it, 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 it's a, an important connection to make. Okay. David finished from bringing the Ola, the Olot and the Shilamim, and he blessed the people <coughs> in the name of Hashem. By the way, who else blessed the people when he finished the inauguration? Aaron and Moshe, both upon the completion of the inauguration, they go out and they bless the people. And he gave out to all the people, man to woman, to each person he gave a, uh, a one cake bread and one cake made in a pan and a sweet cake. So all the people departed everyone to his house. Okay, that's actually where the Haftarah ends for Sparadim. Um, and I have to end there because we have to, have to run to Minyan. But it's interesting, but, one thing that stands out to me is like, why does the Pasuk have to bring in Michal's? Well, that's gonna, that, that's a, the storyline continues. It's a beautiful storyline that we may be able to continue tomorrow. Um, it's, it's a long Haftarah. Yeah, there, there are another 20 plus Pasukim to, that, that are along about the storyline of Michal. She then ridicules David and criticizes him. For the way he behaved as he was not, bringing that uh, on. Yeah, not kingly. Yeah, and she thought it wasn't kingly. And then they get into this debate. Uh, it's a very instructive debate because it, it, it goes to the point of how a king should behave. And basically the argument stems from... She came from... A, she's a daughter of a king. Right. It stems from how you perceive Jewish royalty. Do you perceive it as something that should be kingly and respectable? Or do you see it as something that should be deferential to God, meaning should defer all of their honor to God. And David is of the opinion that, no, there's no, there's no honor more than, than, than serving God. My whole position as king is to serve God. You see the same arguments today, with, with not necessarily with husband and wife, but with people, you know, in family, somebody gets religious, and oh, why, it's too much, you're doing... Right, you're, and why, the person who's religious says, I, I don't like, care how I look, I care yeah. about serving God, it's yeah. my goal. Right? They still love each other, the family, yeah, but yeah. it's like it just... Yeah, definitely. But, but there's a lot to talk about. The whole idea of dying because of, of getting too close to God is something we'll be discussing at length in Parshat Shemini. It's something that we've seen hinted before in the story at the end of Parshat Mishpatim yes. with the seeing God, that they saw God and they ate and they drank. Something we see by Uzzah. And it's something, this whole point of David and the fight with Michal is also very important. Yes. We'll have to discuss that. Amen. Amen. Amen.